A Bad Report and Its Effects David W. Palmer, Numbers 1413 NLT, Then the whole community began weeping aloud, and they cried all night, too. Their voices rose in a great chorus of protest against Moses and Aaron. If only we had died in Egypt, or even here in the wilderness, they complained. 3. Why is the Lord taking us to this country only to have us die in battle? Our wives and our little ones will be carried off as plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt? Following the evil report of the more than 80% of the prophets, we see a litany of devastating and negative consequences. Weeping by the whole community who heard the tainted prophecy. This was certainly not a response of faith. They rose in a great protest against their God-appointed leaders, you could say, their pastors. Their complaining was so serious that it lamented not dying sooner. A completely deceptive and satanically formulated confession. Why is the Lord taking us to this country only to have us die in battle? Eight complete abdication of spiritual responsibility to protect their families. They agreed with and prophetically confessed Satan's lies, the future he wanted to take place. By agreeing with him, they exposed their families to exactly what they spoke. He will have whatever he says. Mark 11:23 NKJV. Rejection of God and his rescuing and blessing plan for them. Wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt? This outrageous display of fear-driven, unbelieving demonic prophesying was an irresponsible dereliction of spiritual duty, and it was a complete rejection of God, his love, and his blessing. This was tantamount to the unforgivable sin. Hebrews 6:46 NKJV. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift, and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit. 5. And have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come. 6. If they fall away, to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God, and put him to an open shame. As a result of the fearful, unbelieving report spread by the ten faithless prophets, a whole generation completely lost their inheritance in God. Hebrews 3:16-19 NLT And who was it who rebelled against God even though they heard his voice wasn't it the people Moses led out of Egypt 17 and who made God angry for 40 years wasn't it the people who sinned whose corpses lay in the wilderness 18 and to whom was God speaking when he took an oath that they would never enter his rest wasn't it the people who disobeyed him 19 so we see that because of their unbelief they were not able to enter his rest. Who were the ten people who provoked this travesty with their preaching? They were the more than 80% of the gifted, recognized, honored leaders of the tribes of Israel. They were acknowledged by their people, recognized and empowered by Moses, and they were privileged by God to see the future he had for them. With God's gift, the people's empowering, and with having been shown by God the destiny of his people. They were then given a legitimate platform from which to report what God had shown them. In other words, they were genuine prophetic ministers and preachers. The twelve spies represent the true prophetic gifts of today, called, gifted, recognized, honored, and released into their ministers. God gave them all the privilege of seeing the future, and knowing his intention for his people. However, less than 20% of them actually returned from their vision of the future and proclaimed it in the spirit that God intended. Fearless love and faith. We have read of the time-wasting and lethal delays that came about through the fearful, unbelieving, and self-focused prophecy of the ten. But thankfully, the true and truly given prophetic word of the two pure prophets did prevail. Albeit forty years later, Joshua became their leader and led them into God's promised land.
Caleb was full of faith and godly confession for 40 plus years and finally defeated the giants, drove them out of his inheritance, and took possession of it for his family. Today, amid this turbulent time, where misleading and doubtful misconceptions and deceptive proclamations of the future are being forced on the population through the false prophets, let's learn from the small percentage of called and gifted prophets who actually speak for God. Remember, the truth is only Jesus if it's the truth spoken in love. Prophecy, no matter how true the vision God shows, is only a pure word on God's behalf if it is given in His spirit of love, faith, courage, and boldness. I encourage you today, don't be taken by anyone's gift, or even their vision. And even if they are recognized major prophets, don't be deceived by anyone not speaking truly in the spirit of God. This can be seen in the spirit that Caleb spoke in. It inspires faith, is filled with God's promise of blessing and it inspires courage and empowerment to fight. Numbers 1330 NLT But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Let's go at once to take the land, he said. We can certainly conquer it. After the ten spouted their fearful unbelief, Caleb and Joshua realized that the whole community was in danger of believing them, when they realized that God's people were influenced to act on this ungodly fear. This was their reaction. Numbers 1469 NLT Two of the men who had explored the land, Joshua son of Nun and Caleb son of Jephunneh, tore their clothing. 7. They said to all the people of Israel, The land we traveled through and explored is a wonderful land. 8. And if the Lord is pleased with us, He will bring us safely into that land and give it to us. It is a rich land flowing with milk and honey. 9. Do not rebel against the Lord, and don't be afraid of the people of the land. They are only helpless prey to us. They have no protection but the Lord is with us. Don't be afraid of them. That was a true word. They had to add the proviso. If the Lord is pleased with us. This was because the people's adoption of fear and unbelief was about to lead them to disaster. To please God, we need faith. Heb 11 6. Caleb and Joshua's prophecy was given in the spirit that God intended. Faith and not fear. Promise of what God would do. Not eyes on self. Gratitude for God's blessing and praise for his ability to accomplish his promise. And it included their part of the faith-motivated takeover. Let's go at once to take the land, he said. We can certainly conquer it. As we saw, the evil preaching of the ten, containing much truth from their genuine gift and what God showed them, but mixed with fearful, unbelieving lies, led to complaining against the leaders. It inspired deadly talk of a revolt against Moses and Aaron. How did this pair of true leaders respond? We can certainly learn from what they did. Numbers 14:45 NLT. Then they plotted among themselves, let's choose a new leader and go back to Egypt. 5. Then Moses and Aaron fell face down on the ground before the whole community of Israel. Moses and Aaron, knowing that this was a disaster, fell humbly before God. They realized that this was first about him and his action against his people. Second, it shows that their dependence was solely on him and not even their own physical stature or strength. This is a great example for us. How did the people respond to the true prophets? After Caleb and Joshua had finished proclaiming the true prophetic word in the spirit of God's heart, this is what happened. Numbers 14:10 NLT But the whole community began to talk about stoning Joshua and Caleb. Sadly, this is another way of discerning the true prophetic voices today. This is because fear-driven and flesh-ruled carnal Christians will always have this reaction to God's voice. Fear is an opposite to faith. Only faith pleases God. Today, I encourage you, 
make sure you are listening to and receiving from true prophetic voices, not just genuine gifts and callings, but only those who speak in God's spirit of love, faith, boldness, and who empower you to overcome the giants and take your inheritance. Numbers 1330 NLT. Let's go at once to take the land, he said. We can certainly conquer it. 